Hello and welcome to TNT Wrestling's NWA Powerhouse Podcast, brought to you all the way from atop TNT Towers in beautiful downtown Oklahoma City. Getting to our studio can be quite the serious nosebleed event. Let me tell you guys, two elevators, two elevators it takes to get up here. But now, I would like to thank each and every one of you for listening to me ramble on about the organization that is so near and dear to my heart, the NWA. And I would also like to ask you all to like, rate, share, subscribe to this three and a half star podcast. It really does help us out. We are a growing baby boy and we're only getting bigger from here, folks. This is just the beginning. Today, we have quite a bit to cover and talk about. We have some NWA news we're gonna cover. It's nothing that you probably, if you're, if you're social media savvy, you already know this stuff. But hey, not everybody's that way. So we're going to cover a couple things. Uh, we're going to talk about the NWA pay-per-view Into the Fire. And uh, we're going to play Booker Man again. That's going to be exciting. Uh, we're going to talk about some fan theories I've seen on social media. Uh, some things that I thought was interesting. Uh, we'll go over just a couple. You know, let's get to it. First of all, I'd like to welcome all of our new listeners to the podcast. Technically, all of you are new listeners. Unless you're my mom, she listened to the first podcast. So thank you, mom. And I would like to say that the NWA fans are some of the most loyal and passionate and knowledgeable fans that that I've seen in pro wrestling. You guys make this worth it. So if you're listening to this, thank you so much for doing that. I, I'm very grateful that you would, you know, take the time to listen to my bullcrap. So with that being said, go easy on me. I am a new NWAI and I just want to say I'm loving it here. So, if you are new, I just want to personally say thank you to each and every one of you. And if there's anything you would like to see on this podcast or on future podcasts that's not being covered, then please comment or message us on Facebook under TNT Wrestling or add us on Twitter. Uh, our Twitter handle is at TT Wrestling 1, uh, the number 1. Uh, so, there you go. So first off, we're going to talk about a little bit of news, some things that, like I said, a lot of you guys probably already know, but we're going to kind of cover it. Um, one of the best pieces of news that's come out of uh, the NWA this week that I've seen is that the buy rate for the in Into the Fire pay-per-view has surpassed the NWA 70th pay-per-view that I believe happened earlier this year. That is great news. That can only be taken as a good sign. And it kind of reassures you that what they're doing with power is working. They have gained the interest of the wrestling community. This is good. Uh, for one, I am sur surprised. I'm, well, I'm not really surprised uh, by all this. I think you could, you know, I think if you could put out good quality product, then you can expect a good outcome. You know, that's not always the case. But in this case, I think that they've done the right thing. I don't think that anyone wants to see the NWA fail. 
if you do then why on earth are you listening to this podcast why are you just that big of a troll but the nwa has provided a great alternative for wrestling fans and they're stars i think that wishing doom on that is ridiculous and just think about it 10 years ago where would these guys go to work and now look at the look at the layout now you've got you know even though it's been kind of touch and go lately you've got tna the nwa and then you've got the big ones like aew that's amazing for pro wrestling fans and like i said and the wrestlers they have more options they have more places they can go do what they like doing which is really good only place you know to get wrestling before was just the wwe and now the landscape is so much better i love this <laughs> so with that being said this this is me rambling okay here's the next piece of news the next season of nwa power will resume after into the fire on the 17th of december if you listen to our last episode you know how happy this makes me feel i'm so happy about this I worried that we would not see another Power episode in 2019, but that is not the case. We are going to get Power right away. These guys are they're 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 ready for us. They know we want more and they're delivering. So, I'm very excited about this. Also, I wanted to make note that I've seen a few fans post on Twitter and social media and other places that they felt a little slighted that they weren't able to get into the inductory price of the pay-per-view. Now you got to spend a few extra dollars because you didn't buy in early. And I can understand being ticked off about that, but also I would suggest following like the NWA and fight on, t on Twitter. Um, they've been putting it out there. It's not their fault. It's really not. It's even been on the show. I'm fairly certain it's been on the show. Um, I'm not saying that uh, what you did was wrong, but also, um, yeah, you had a chance. <laughs> it was out there. Unless you just now found out about power, uh, you, you've had all the opportunity. But, um, yeah, so for future, you know, for future pay-per-views, you might want to follow them. And they, they tweet it out there. They put it out there. They... Uh, even the uh, i believe just the days before i think just about every person every uh wrestler with uh, nwa was putting it out there i saw trevor murdoch and a few others putting it out there and i was quite impressed that uh that everyone was you know really wanting to save the, you know the fans a few bucks that's great and this isn't exactly news okay this next bit but I wanted to bring something up, something that um, I thought was interesting. So since the start of NWA Power, I've been obsessed with the NWA and its amazing storied history. And when I look into the pay-per-view uh, that's coming up this weekend, I see a lot of the NWA history in this pay-per-view. And mainly in our main event, but just just stay with me here. Okay, 
So this week I've been posting a lot on our TNT Wrestling Facebook page. Uh, just like these daily NWA history factoids. And some of it was very easy to find. Uh, there's there's websites out there that you can get this stuff pretty easily. And some of it are not on these websites. Some of this I have been digging and digging on uh, websites. And uh, I've been digging on through these archives of newspapers. And newspapers used to cover the NWA pretty extensively. And I have found some you know general knowledge factoids about the you know past like title defenses and you know wins and losses that were covered in the media but my point is is through all of this i have noticed a a bit of a history um repeating itself here now back in the 1950s and even before that 1940s luthez did a lot I and mean, probably a billion two out of three falls matches if you want to look at it this way i the way i see it the nwa was built on these matches this is a big deal and this is a is a staple for the nwa and i am glad they are bringing this back for this pay-per-view i don't know if this is I, I don't know if this is something that's normally done. I honestly don't. But I've noticed in their history, it was it was it was very normal normal. And Luthez actually defended, you know, two out of three falls from a lot of people that you know you may not even heard of. So this podcast is coming out on December eleventh, and this is one of the factoids I was able to dig up. And I did this going through a news archive and pulling up their records and just going through it. And actually, if you guys want to see, if you guys want to see the actual um, newspaper clipping, I've got a picture of it. I'm going to post it on TNT Wrestling on our Facebook page. Uh, I'll, I'll tweet it out on Twitter. Um, go look at it. It's it's pretty remarkable. And yeah. You know, there's a lot of names on there. It's pretty much breaks down. They're doing a state fair. And Luthez is going to be defending the World's Heavyweight Championship in a two out of three falls match against Art Nelson. And I think that's pretty cool. Um, you know, I guess not not everybody would think that's the, just the coolest thing in the world to find. But when it comes to, for me anyways, when it comes to... Uh, looking at the history and things that have to do with the NWA, some of this feels like it's kind of like lost or forgotten. So um, I like to find that and kind of bring it out to light. So yeah, definitely. If you guys want to see this, uh, check out our social media. I'm going to post it on there. Uh, I'll post the whole news article and where I found it. So yeah, definitely give that a give that a looky loo. Okay. So next thing we're going to do is look into the fire. And uh, by that, I mean, we're going to play Booker Man again this week. And this is going to be probably the last time I play Booker Man uh, before the pay-per-view. This is going to be my final picks uh, for everything. So we'll see how many I get correct. Uh, probably not many. Uh, but I, I imagine I'll at least get this first one. 
This first one is, uh, first of all, we have Stu Bennett on commentary. This means we will all be winners for this pay-per-view. Seriously, if you have not had the pleasure of hearing him commentate, then you're in a treat for this weekend. Uh, not much else to say there. Uh, check it out. I'm excited about this. Definitely. Now, for the first match of the night, I'm going to call Ken Anderson versus Eli Drake. I'm going to call this going in Drake's favor. Uh, I see this as a clean win. Don't get me wrong. I love Mr. Anderson, but I think that as of right now, I'd like to see him in the tag side of things. He can actually flush out the tag division a little bit better, I think, a little bit better than, than what's going on now. I mean, singles has got their guys. I see Ken putting a good name in that tag division. So, I mean, I could be wrong, but probably am, you know. So, <laughs> anyways, next we have Ashley Fox and Allison Kay versus Melina and Thunder Rosa or Marty Bell. She gets to pick whichever one she wants. So, I'm going to guess that the person that gets picked is Thunder Rosa, and that's just because I really like Thunder Rosa. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. Other than that, this is really hard to book. I would, I could see this going both ways, really. I'm going to say Melina and her team of misfits gets the job done here. That might move the storyline forward. We, we kind of see who's going to go for the title, basically. Other than that, I'm not sure. It could go the other way, but since I have to pick one way or the other, Going for Molina's team. The next match, we got Ricky Starks, Aaron Stevens versus Cole Cabana. Now, on our inaugural episode, I picked Aaron Stevens for the win. But since then, I've gotten to think a little bit. And now I'm going to go with Cole Cabana. And here's why. It makes sense to me. Now, when I think about it. Colt needs to hang on to this title a little bit longer than a month. I think it would be doing him a disservice to take it away at this point. And even though I think it would be amazing to see Aaron with it, I'm still thinking Colt should walk away with this. I mean, Aaron would be amazing, okay? Don't get me wrong. Seeing him get all the booze while he's holding up a title and then the question mark getting all the cheer still, that would be hilarious. But... That's sacrificing a lot for comedy. <laughs> I just don't see it. I just don't see it. So, yeah. Speaking of the question mark, we have his match with Trevor Murdoch also on this pay-per-view. Now I'm keeping my view the same as last week's episode here. Trevor should win this. I really enjoy the whole question mark thing, but I don't see him having what it takes to take on Trevor Murdoch. This is the guy that almost beat the champ just a few weeks ago. Oh, I want to see Trevor get this contract. Damn it. And it better happen. <laughs> this brings us to the main event, and it's one that will probably sell this company to all of these new fans, to all of us. So no, you know, no pressure there. <laughs> we got Nick Aldis versus James Storm in a two out of three false match. 
can Storm beat Nick and finally win the championship? That's the question. Now, this one's difficult to answer, but I'm going to give it a shot. This is where we go with this. And this is how I would have this match go down. I would make this a clean match. I don't... They've, they've been playing out this controversy thing, but you could go deeper into that and do, you know, Nick Storm too, but I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to say keep it clean on this one. I think James should get the first pick over for the first pin over Nick. And this is why our champion will be the underdog at that point. The announcers will then mention that now in order to keep his title, Nick has to win the next two falls. Then I would drag this match out a little longer Nick will finally get a pin, and then both men are going to have to go the distance. And I would go even longer than you went before between pins. And I would have both guys just pulling out all the stops, trying to just end this match. Then Nick is going to just pull it out. He's going to get the pin and retain his title. That is how I would have this end. With both men on the ground completely exhausted in the ring. And perhaps they'll slowly get up. Nick will try to go up to James. Try to get the, the, the handshake in. And James is going to walk away from that. That's how I would do it. Don't know if that's the way it's going to go. Probably not, like I said. Um, but I think that if, I think that if Nick were to drop the title at this point, I think that you're going to run the risk of not making it as, you know, big a deal. Like we need him to be the champion on power a little bit longer. So we all kind of get used to this is how things are. And then when it's taken from us, or from from us from him, then it's kind of like a, you know, a, a shocking moment, a more meaningful moment. Right now, I think it's too early. I don't think that it's going to be as meaningful at this point. Um, so, you know, I could be completely wrong about this, but that's the way I feel. So I'm interested. How would you all play Booker Man for this pay per view? If you're listening to this on YouTube. Or if not, and you want to just jump over to YouTube, uh, make a comment on this video and tell me how how would you book this out? What would you do? How would you do it? Leave it in the comments below, and I'll bring up uh, as many we, we can go over as many of those before the pay per view uh, this weekend, and we'll just kind of go over what you all said and. Um, we'll just kind of shoot the crap for a while, see what we can do. But yeah, I'm interested in what you all have to say. Now, here recently I've been looking into a lot of the Facebook uh, community of the NWA, different different groups and everything, and a lot of people have some ideas of how things might play out. So these are some kind of conspiracy theories or just flat-out guesses, and... Let's, let's kind of talk about these. Okay, so one of them 
and I'm not doing this word forward. I don't have it in front of me. But one of them pretty much puts Camille as uh, you know, coming out. She's supposed to have the night off, but she's going to come out and she is going to help James Storm win. And then she's going to finally get on the microphone. And the first thing she is going to say to Nick is, sorry about your damn luck. I like this. I like the way that that's booked. I like the way that that's kind of thought out. It's pretty well. I mean, like, it kind of builds up to her first words. And I think that would be a kind of a perfect little the way it goes. Now, do I see this actually happening? Like, you know, I just went over that. So I don't. It would make sense to have Camille in there somewhere. I didn't even bring that up. But, you know, I, I just I don't. I don't see it happening that way, but you know, it might. The other uh, kind of theory that I saw was maybe, maybe Tim storm is going to make a surprise return and maybe even a heel turn and help uh, James storm win the title. Now, once again, do I see that happening? I don't know. I really don't. If, James Storm were to turn heel, then I don't know. I don't know. It 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 doesn't feel right to me. And I think James Storm is not James, but Tim Storm is a really good face. He has he he sold me on this series, and he hasn't even been in the last few episodes really. And he sold me this first episode. It was him. He is the guy that that has put my butt in a seat to watch this on YouTube live every week. And and it was that first match that he had whenever he and uh, Nick Aldis put, put the title on the line and he put his every single future chance on the line. Yeah, that that sold me on this this that was different that was great it was innovative i really liked where that was going having him turn heel oh that would gut me gut me oh you cut me deep anyways <laughs> so if you watch this on our other show you know that i like to take stupid ridiculous stupid notes in a stupid way about pro wrestling and it's because i'm stupid and <laughs> that's pretty much what Tom says about me anyways. So, yeah, no, I take extensive, ridiculous notes, and I basically break down the match the way I see it and give it a rating. And honestly, my ratings, they're crap. Uh, I'm not Dave Meltzer. We do a scale out of 1 out of 10, and, and it's pretty much based on wrestling ability, it's based on my personal enjoyment and also the uh, storytelling that happens inside the ring. And then I kind of get like an average, you know, and that gives me my final score. So because it involves my personal enjoyment, you probably should never take my rating seriously. But 
if you guys would like to see maybe in future episodes where I rate matches, let me know. Uh, we do it on our other shows, so you can kind of see over there uh, what that's like. Uh, we, we rate everything that we see <laughs> on our other show. And uh, yeah, it gets a little ridiculous at times. It gets pretty stupid. Um, but yeah, let me know if you guys want to see that in future episodes. I'll definitely pick that up in Season 2 of Power. Now, we only have a few minutes left. Um, <laughs> for me, not for you guys. And I would like to add another rule to the NWA Power Season 1 drinking game. And the second rule will be anytime Camille appears like she's going to drink, or <laughs> going to drink, going to speak and doesn't, you have to take a drink. Now, keep in mind, our first rule is anytime a weapon is pulled out of a podium or out of commentary, then you have to take a drink. That one was pretty much in response to turnbuckles appearing in weird places. And yeah, you guys saw it. So anyways, uh, help me come up with some ideas. Let's let's make this a group effort. Uh, once again, you know, message me on Twitter, post a comment on YouTube, find us on Facebook. Let me know what you think would make a great rule, a great drinking rule for NWA Power Season 1. We want to get we want to get a nice little list together. Let's get some people messed up. Now don't make it. Now Tom, my friend Tom, okay? The other T and TNT, he tends to go the easy route and he has made tried to make rules anyways i veto him for most of his stuff but he tries to make rules like we're watching the monday night wars so he's like well anytime rick flair woos <laughs> don't make it that <laughs> god no <laughs> i'd be dead anyways so but yeah no seriously though definitely let me know what do you think should be a, a good drinking game rule for the NWA Power Season 1? We'll make a whole list of it, uh, and we'll uh, participate. Maybe do a whole uh, count. We'll count how many times throughout the season you'd have to take a drink on some of these. So anyways, thank you guys for checking this out. Uh, if you enjoyed today's show, please make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like, make sure you share. That helps us tremendously. And yeah, we're uh, starting this road to redemption here on YouTube as well. Um, so yeah, if you could subscribe to us, that helps us out more than you know. Uh, we need so many subscribers to get up there and it's our goal to get like a hundred thousand in a year, you know. That's that's my goal. One hundred thousand in a year. Tom says I'm stupid. He's saying you guys are dumb and can't do it. So you better do it. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy. Anyways, <laughs> like I said, thank you guys for checking this out. I'll see you guys. We'll we'll probably do another one of these this weekend. How about that? I'll see you guys this weekend, right before NWA into the fire. Yeah, check it out. Look for it. Thank you. See ya. Peace.